Hells in the Hippie, Episode 3. We, we have a show now. That's that's exciting. Yeah, it's pretty neat, man. All the money we're making, uh, I suggest a 75-25 split to the hippie. Is that fair? That's very unhippy of you. So obviously, <laughs> I, I, I I will I will hold you to your own standard. All right, um, <laughs> all right, all right. 50, 50. which means it, which means you you value nothing material. Which yeah. means it's ninety five to me uh, and five to you. And we'll find a nice little charity for you to give your five to. Uh, <laughs> a charity of your choosing, no doubt. <laughs> Hell's Bell Sanity Fund is what we'll call it. <laughs> HBSF dot org. Yes, I like it. Speaking of sanity, so, you know, you're definitely a much more experienced trader than I am, and we're both in the market every day, every week. Uh, What's your take on this Twitter Elon business? I want to talk about that. So is it it, from from a market standpoint or from a... Anything. Anything. Or from from a societal standpoint, because it's like that's where it gets a little bit goofy. These two things are always separate. They're never one and the same. From a market standpoint, companies get bought and sold all the time. You get activist investors coming in all the time to different companies. Um, I don't think it's anything different than than what Carl Icahn has been doing his entire career. Mm. Um, I don't think it's any different than what companies like Bain Capital have been doing for years. I don't see the difference. I don't see the difference in what he's doing and what Bezos did with the Washington Post. I don't see anything from a market standpoint that, to where it's a problem. I always have been surprised that the SEC hasn't cracked down hard around that guy, but I'm really not surprised because, you know, he's the richest dude in the world. That's probably something to do with it. But did you see that tweet he sent out today that said if his offer is rejected, he'll have to reconsider his stake in Twitter? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That Yeah, it's interesting. Like, is that walking some kind of fine line that Bezos did not do with the Washington Post, this kind of public statement that if you don't accept my offer, I might sell a crap ton of shares and every, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a heavy handed tweet. Well, that, that was also on the heels of, of two current investors saying that, that they would not agree to sell to them. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, like, look, look, it's like, it's like con- context is everything. It's yeah, like, sure, sure. You, they, they're saying and one of them said that, that he pays 60 a share. But when he said that, the stock price didn't move, so mm-hmm. no, nobody cares. And isn't that guy worth like two hundred million or something? The the guy who said he would pay sixty. I saw that somewhere, but I didn't verify. It. I don't know if that's true or not. But I don't know. It, it, look, it's like what somebody is worth and what they can raise and leverage are two different things. Well, that's a great point. That's right. So it's it's a new thing though, like just the fact that they're tweeting those things at all during a potential transaction this massive is it's just a very contemporary thing. Imagine those deals back in the day, right? Billion dollar deals. I mean, it's a very few people in you know shrouded mahogany lined rooms even knew about it. The ability to publicly discuss these things in real time, I think, is one of the reasons why the society, or at least the market, is so interested in this uh, saga. Well, I, I think the market is always going to be interested in anything that Elon does. Mm-hmm. Um, anything Elon does, the the market is going to be interested in. Um, I'd much rather things be put out there for public viewing yeah, than in yeah. those mahogany lined rooms yeah, or those yeah. or those 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 country club locker rooms or the the twelfth hole at Augusta. It's like I, I'd much rather the conversations be be put out there and there be a level of transparency uh, as opposed to not. And 
that look, it, it, I think for me, it goes back to personal preference. I, I prefer to see it that way. Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. A little bit more light in these areas of such influence has got to be a good thing um, to my mind. So it's, that's interesting. You put it into, you framed it in two contexts. You said market wise, it's not that big of a deal. Companies get bought all the time. Then you said socially, like I, what, let's talk about that side of it. That's, that's the unique part of this person. And we do have to kind of face it. It does come down to one person. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm going to flip it. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I, I know you're going to disagree and you're much more informed on this. So you might convince me that I'm wrong, but I get the feeling that you are more of an Elon Musk fan than I am. And the, the innovation and amazing, you know, technological innovation that is driving, you know, his companies are driving forward. I don't know if that's a great thing. So the technological innovation and the technocrats that have, you know, sort of gained footing because of it, I'm probably a little less enamored of that, I think, than than you might be. But I could be totally wrong. That's my read, is that you're you're you know, you're you're bullish on Tesla, for instance. That's just one of his companies, but you know, it's a technological step forward. It's the future. I've heard you mention that many times, and I'm not saying it's not. But uh, I'm also reminded of that film, Wall-E, if you've seen that, you know, and the idea mm-hmm. of technological innovation is amazing. But I don't know if that's the most primary thing we should be so ramped up about. So I'm not a huge, I recognize what he's done. I understand what he's done. And it's amazing. I'm not taking anything away from the guy. I'm just a little less enamored of him. I don't know. All the, all the That's my short answer. So what, what, what do you think? I well, I don't know. I don't know if that even gets in necessarily in the societal aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Be, because uh, again, I'll I'll back it, I'll go back and I'll point to I, you know, there was a little bit of outrage, just a, a smidge, when when Bezos decided to pick up the the Washington Post. Yeah, that's right. Um, and and as a as a Tesla bull and a Tesla holder, you know, distractions like this that do not benefit Tesla as an organization are frustrating. So personally, I would prefer that, that he not do stuff like this. Yeah, that, sure. that would be my preference, <laughs> but, but, but yeah. that there's, there's a double-edged sword whenever you're dealing with, with Elon, um, you know, there's some things within his code, if you will, that, that I personally am enamored by. I that was the word that that you use. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll flip it and say I'm yeah. enamored by by the fact that when Elon puts his mind to do something, you know, ninety time ninety nine times out of a hundred, you know, he he gets it done. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the guy has he, he, the his current companies. Like he's a guy who did the Tesla thing, which is amazing on many fronts. He made rockets that can land. Right. These re, that's a, he's bored holes under Los Angeles and all these places. And let's not even talk about Neuralink, which is extremely interesting. Um, or not Neuralink. Um, there's Starlink. Or is it Neuralink? His, no, there's both. There's, yeah, there's, the implantable, there's Starlink and Neuralink. Yeah, yeah Neuralink mm-hmm. is, is the one I was referring to. But of course, there's Starlink. You're, there's no doubt about that. It seems like he has ideas. He he makes them happen. I definitely, I, I'm enamored with that too. I, so then, so then, what 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 what's the rub? What what's your? I don't understand what your rub is. Well, to get to the social aspect of it, so um, advancing humanity technologically, of course, is worthwhile. 
But I do think, because, and it's, this may not be his fault, but I do think because of kind of the very visible, a lot of flashiness aspects of it, I think some people, and this is where we get into the social aspect of it, I think some people maybe um, focus on things uh, such as luxury items, right, in the Tesla world, um, opposed to like the Tesla roof, right? Which, let's face it, the Tesla roof is a luxury item at this point. But it's got interesting... Uh, I think it has interesting implications for uh, solar power maybe in the future. So I guess it's, it's not that I have this huge problem with him, but I think I see a lot of people enamored with him and it, it sure seems to be largely based on consumerist things they can purchase from him instead of the technological innovation. And if it is tech innovation, it's also not paired with humanistic advances. I think that may be, kind of my thing yeah i i just i i couldn't like I, I don't even know that it's possible for me to disagree with that statement any more than i do i think it would be absolutely impossible for me to do that well this is what we love to I, do. it's like i yes. i just i i find i find that that argument to be so contradicted so contradicting that i i'm i'm almost speechless river it could be yeah um, let's talk about it, I like it. well it, it, we can talk about it because i'm almost offended by it and and the, the reason why i'm going to say that is you're basically saying that an individual who has basically revolutionized a push to go green does not have a positive societal impact on our environment and our planet no 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 it's, i'm it, not saying well, well, no well hang on well but 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 you you chose you chose to go in a direction of oh it's flashy oh it's consumer oh it's 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 wealth driven um well that was the, the first part yes that was the first well, part that's right but that's that's all you said so so it's not it, that, that's all you stated and and that, that's where for me it becomes problematic and and this is this is where hells and the hippie differ in, mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and, and i and i'm okay with it yeah. it's like what, what what you're completely disregarding is the fact that industry in this country and globally has absolutely ignored the catastrophic damage that we've done to our environment over the last i don't know was since the industrial revolution agreed he is yes. he is the first individual to put his money and his mind where his mouth is and trying to be the steward of clean energy and offering products that for the most part were fairly unavailable before him. So you can say, it's like, if you even look at it, his competitors that he has out there, you have companies like 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 Rivian, you have companies like uh, like Lucid, they're, they're pumping out vehicles that are out of the grasp of, of the, the casual consumer. They can't afford 80, 90, 100,000. Tesla's producing these cars for the most part that are available under 50,000. So he's he's giving consumers an opportunity to be conscientious consumers, which I don't know how many companies other than maybe REI, Patagonia, um, maybe there's a handful more that I'm just completely overlooking yeah. that have actually actually stepped out to make a difference. And not only have they done that. Tesla has been overwhelmingly successful in not only changing a culture, changing an entire industry while returning profit to the shareholders and the stakeholders. I don't know that there's another company out there, and I don't know that there's another individual in the history of the market and or otherwise that has done what he's done. 
So we can say that some of his things are flashy from the standpoint, but if you're going to say that, yeah, they're flashy, yeah, they're cool, yeah, they're neato, yeah, they're technologically driven, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they're also good for the environment. And they're I forcing yep. Ford, GM, mm -hmm. all of these other mm -hmm. automakers to play catch-up when they were more than happy to continue to pump pollution and dirty air just because it was easy and there was nobody pushing the butt. Now they're scrambling to be able to do it in scale the way he's doing it, and they can't. They're even teaming up, right? The Ford and GM partnership to uh, produce the supposed uh, car under 30K. Well, if you go back, you'll see I, I had three statements there. That, that's You're focusing on that first part. Like The first thing was, so there's this pe the people who will focus on Tesla for the consumerist things like the car. And I, I, I made a different, differentiated between the car versus the solar roof, which I think is, is there's a different thing there, right? And the reason I like the solar roof a little bit more than a Model S or whatever is because there's more widespread practical application for you know, generating solar power than for anything that consumes solar power. And I would say this too, you know that most people who get the Model 3, the cheaper car, you know that most people are equipping that to be more than 50K. The car aspect is a luxury item. There's no way around it. So, so what, you want everybody to get a horse? No, 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 no. I, I don't even understand uh, the argument. Uh, not, I, it's, I, it's, I, I don't get it. We're all going to drive a Kia? The average person is driving a Kia. Right. And the greenest thing you can do is to get a used car, an ice car, get an internal combustion engine, get a used car and fix it when it breaks and keep it on the road for 250,000 miles. That is immensely just, more green than Tesla or any EV. With, that is wildly short sighted. That I think is that's so true. Short -sighted. I think that's true. It's so short sighted. It's ridiculous because you're completely you're completely discounting innovation. I'm not it's talking a, about the, the I'm not well, no, well, talking but, about the but, individual. Hang on a second. But but Ripper, you can't have it both ways. And, and, and this is is like this is this has been one of my biggest issues with, with, with people when it comes to technology in general. It's like yeah. how much was a calculator back in the day? Like five hundred bucks. Yeah, now they're yeah, like yeah. fifty cents. Sure. Why is that? Because technology changed. There was innovation. Sure. There there was the sure. there was a the ability to maximize things like batteries that we weren't able to do before. Tesla is an energy company. And I don't think that there's any other way to frame it. They are an energy company. Okay. Yeah. So 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 if you're doing that, they're going to continue to improve their batteries that are going to help not only your solar that you're talking about, but push the envelope as far as other companies and their solar and their wind and their energy. Yeah, sure. I don't, it, it's I don't like doubt so, that. so so basically you're you are discounting and, and this is this is mind-blowing for me from a hippie standpoint you are discounting the one capitalist and innovator on the planet that's actually doing something in order to make it better he's definitely I, I just, the most visible I, mean, I really don't know you could be right but he can't be the only one he's probably the most well visible I, I said, and the I most successful the, the most successful yeah yeah sure. what, what, what are you judged on in life your success Trying real hard doesn't get you shit. Well, success. What What do you mean? But how do you? The individual defines success. So external. Uh, that's I don't just, know. Take, taking a company that didn't exist and 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 oh, I got and you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, sure. and vaulting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's successful. I got you. There's no doubt the company is successful. There's no pushing doubt. Pushing other pushing other companies to change their business model. 
the, these legacy industries that that's successful. Do you think they're changing? This is a serious, this is not argumentative. This is a serious question. Do you think they're changing for the sake of trying to out, you know, green someone or just to keep a, the, the market share that they've become accustomed to? Do you think it's still just sort of uh, money driven or do you think there is, uh, and again, I'm not arguing, just curious. Do you think there is a real desire to go more energy independent and to go greener in legacy car companies or do you think Tesla really is still setting the bar? I know they're setting the bar, but what about Ford and GM? Are they just trying to catch up or do you think they really are interested? Well, I, I think the, there's a basic principle of evolve or die and they're kind of yeah, staring it yeah. straight in the face. So yeah. you have evolve or die. You also sure. have a, a transition, not only from, from a banking standpoint of many banks and financial institutions not wanting to lend money to polluters, Mm -hmm. yeah, sure, okay, so, sure. so so you have that. And you also have legacy energy companies like an Exxon, um, like a Phillips, like like Shell. Um, you know, Chevron is, is kind of on the outside looking in a little bit right now, but they're changing their model a little bit that, that are no longer referring to themselves as oil and gas or referring to themselves as energy companies because they're, they're diversifying their their business portfolio as far as what they're doing. The push for green is there. Um, so it, it's like how that comes about, I don't necessarily know it's as important, at least from my standpoint, mm -hmm. as that it's actually taking place. So we have something that's taking place. We have an individual innovator that's out there that's pushing the envelope on a daily basis that is accelerating faster than anybody thought could be done. You had Tim Cook laugh in his face. You had, I don't know how many people laugh in his face as far as what he was trying to do and accomplish. Charlie Munger laughed in his face. Stupid ass Charlie. It's like you had all of these people that laughed in his face, and what did he do? He got it done. Now his yeah, his yeah. thing. And now 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 let, let's take it back to the original conversation with Twitter. Okay. Okay. The original conversation was Twitter. I look. I, I've been going through through Twitter today and reading, and I'm reading all this stuff on the far left as far as oh Elon, I'm I'm, I'm I'll leave Twitter and I'll do this if Elon takes over. I'll <laughs> yeah, do this and that. Yeah. But there's all this kind of just straight garbage. And this is what the left does, okay? The left <laughs> the left does everything yeah. in their power to look like absolute fucking morons. Time <laughs> and time again. That's what the left does, okay? So instead of looking at it and being like, okay, you didn't freak out when Bezos bought the Washington Post, but you're going to freak out now. Okay, fine. Go ahead and be a hypocrite. Totally cool with it. Whatever. Your life, your business, not mine. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Tw Twitter, but, but, Twitter's but, but, bigger but, than the Post, though. Twitter is a lot not, bigger right now. It, 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 it wasn't 15 years ago yeah, when Bezos gotcha. scooped it. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. I, th th could be, could not be. But I'm with you. The far left, uh, I hear you. I think I'm a little less critical of, of the far left than you might be, but I totally... Hear what you're saying. Nobody's going to leave Twitter. Uh, few people are going to leave Twitter if this deal goes through and and it goes private. I I, I agree with you. For sure. So I, I, I and if, if they leave or if they don't, it's like let, let let's dig into a little bit of what Elon's plan is. And he spoke about it today in his, in his TED talk. If you listen to to, to what the man said and, mm -hmm. and 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 understand, it's like he Elon is is on the spectrum, right? Everybody knows it. Yeah, he stated yeah. publicly a million different times. Right. Okay. He said one of the most important things to him his entire life has always been the truth. That's right. The truth is the most important thing. That's why for him, 
the truth all he was able to to to, to find truth according to his his converse interview today through the study of physics hmm. because there's no getting around what what physics are you can't cheat it can't lie it can't manipulate it it is what it is he also as a youth preferred to code as opposed to anything else because again very black and white either it works or it doesn't it's either it's real or it's not either it's true or it's not yeah, zero or one right okay so now let, let let's come come into twitter okay to where twitter has become basically and and i agree in a lot of ways the 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 public drinking house the the bar the the town hall the town center where people talk and exchange ideas the question sure, then sure. becomes when, when you have that is who become who is allowed to become the purveyor of truth uh, you know you know that wait seriously like that's the question for i i, I think i think that's the question in a lot of ways yeah. that he's asking and i think yeah. in a lot of ways i'm asking at the same time who should be the purveyor of truth? So zeros are ones, objectivity, right? There are, there is truth. There is objective truth. There's about some things, right? There's no doubt about it. There's objective truth that can be measured and can be quantified. And Twitter, how much truth do you feel like you encounter on Twitter on a, on a daily basis? Okay. So let, let's, let's go into the next part of his plan. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. The next part of his plan, and again, I don't want him to do it. Let, let's let's make that very clear. I, I want him focused on other things, not this. Yeah, right. I believe okay. that. That makes sense. Okay. He he wants to open source the code. He wants to open source it to where people can understand what Twitter is doing to decide what pops up on your feed. Mm, yeah, yeah. What yeah. what gets banned, what gets moved around, sure, what gets sure. what gets shadow banned. What gets done like that just to figure out what it is. And one of the statements that he made, again, we have to be careful that we do not allow, and I'm paraphrasing here, that we do not allow our ban or our, our ban to be driven on emotion. Just because we don't like a person and like what they say doesn't mean that they shouldn't be allowed to say it. Sure. Agreed. Agreed. So, okay. So, yeah. so, so, so basically if the, is to, if Twitter is to advertise itself again as being this town hall, this social center, the, you can't have this type of quote unquote censorship. That may, of course, there's some truth to that, but there's also some misunderstanding of freedom of speech and freedom of expression going on. I mean, you can't just say, even in a real town hall, you can't just say anything you want to say out in the public air at any time. With no, well, you, you, that's not what you, freedom of speech is. Right. You can't well, you, you can't well, do hate speech. You can't threaten people, et cetera, et cetera. No, right? no well, they, 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 this is where you're wrong. Um, you can. There just tend to be consequences for such things. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. So the idea of Twitter as this place that should be completely open to every point of view. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is I just don't I don't think it's fine. Right. Your freedom of speech doesn't apply to private companies or public companies. Right. That's to protect. I totally you. agree. That's to yeah. So that's why I guess. Wait, 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 wait. To protect who? The freedom of speech is to protect yourself from the government. So you, the government can't censor you as you are going to criticize the government. So freedom of expression is this idea that you can express yourself in a free society mm -hmm. and not be censored, etc. Mm -hmm. But the idea that this is happening within a corporation like Twitter is is different, right? You don't have freedom of speech in places. 
and mm-hmm. it's, or at least it's not absolute as I think some people out there are trying to say. So Correct. I wonder, would he support bringing back accounts that not just President Trump, I know that's the big thing people really want or don't want, but what about people who were banned for hate speech and stuff like that? Has he said any anything about that? Or is that I, just I people talking I, out there? I, I think what, what, he, what he said specifically regarding that is sometimes you just have to allow things to be said. Hmm. And now, I, I'm aware. Now, now, now the, let, 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 let me loop back on that yeah. because you're saying yes. The, so so he, here's the difference once again. You're talking about Twitter in its current state. Twitter in its current state is a publicly traded company mm-hmm. that drive, that's revenue is driven off of advertising. Yeah. And data. Okay. He's wanting to make it a private company that Mm -hmm. has no master, if you will. Uh, No shareholders. um, I mean, the bottom line is still being. He's wanting to take it private. Yeah. Okay. Which, which, which means, which means at that point he gets to, or his board or whoever, whatever, however it's set up, gets to handle and make these types of decisions. Okay, where do you push the envelope? How do you push the envelope? And I have a feeling just based on the mere fact that that he has open sourced all of his patents, that he would open source code also for this Mm -hmm. and make it more transparent. But but again, let's go back to who Elon is. Elon is somebody who believes in the truth and is holds steadfast with it. Okay, that's what he's done. And you believe that, obviously. Um, I... I believe that, that he can be ambitious with 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 what he believes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think mm-hmm. he could be ambitious. I think sure. he'd be ambitious in his public statements regarding, you know, how quickly things can come to market. But I do believe that he has a very very strong internal belief that the truth is more important than anything else. All right. I, I do I do I do believe that now. There, there's 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 one more piece to, to this whole thing that, that I think, at least when it comes to, to this move on Twitter, the main thing that he said that needs to be changed are the bots, hmm. are are the bot armies that get oh, sent yeah, out. Sure, it's it's sure. not it's not so much that you have somebody speaking hate speech or somebody spring. Um, you know, pumping out false information. It's much more more dangerous when it's able to be magnified by bots. Yeah, sure. And things that aren't real. No doubt. So so again, if it's if he takes the company private, okay, he doesn't have to worry about active users. He doesn't have to worry about returning the number of active users to shareholders on on, on his on the company conference call for earnings. Mm, he can yeah. just focus on the quality of the of the experience and he doesn't have to even do that publicly. The quality of the experience will be there. But if you eliminate these bots that are able to magnify this th- things like hate speech, things like things that that the majority of people don't want to hear, see or or even believe yeah, that yeah. are being pumped either by foreign governments or mm-hmm. divisive entities, mm-hmm. then then those things ultimately will police themselves. But you can't have these shell accounts out there reverberating messages that's that's one of his biggest issues yes yeah, and, and so yeah. so fake news is one thing when it just happens in a little corner over here right but if you amplify that little conversation in the corner to be blasted everywhere that's something different yeah yeah agreed agreed i wonder if twitter could have taken care of that by now just already if they really wanted well, they, to 
Okay, they could have, but they but they care more about their market cap mm. than they do the actual user experience. That's been proven over and over again. That's why when we go back to it, he wants to take the company private. Sure, yeah, no doubt. I mean, he still wants it to be profitable, of course, but Does I totally. He? I mean, I assume. I don't. I don't, assume. I don't know. I don't know that he cares. I don't know that Bezos ne necessarily cared when when as far as uh, the overall profitability of the washington post yeah. they they in their own ways had their that was their what's the word i i guess in some ways you can call it a vanity play um yeah sure but sure. Th they found great value in it and they didn't like the way it was going and they wanted it to keep it and felt like they could do it a better way mm, yeah, they, yeah. They, they they wanted to preserve what 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 the main intention was so so i i struggle with with the left on this um and more and more so i struggle with the left and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's become one of those things that, that when i look at it overall even going back to and when i think about it going back to to the trump administration and leading up to it you know people were, were called oh oh that's a rhino oh that's a never trump or yeah, that's this yeah. or that's that right. and a lot of a lot of these people that were targeted and and wailed on um their statement was i didn't leave my party my party left me and yeah, more and more I mean, so i'm starting to find that myself personally i believe that these voices on the left are completely destroying what the idea of being a liberal once was it's changed there's no doubt about that i'm with you i mean I, you know i i'm libertarian for the most part you know i'm not really going to align with um you know i don't even align with libertarianism really but if i had to say something that's probably i would be but i mean you know i've voted for republicans i've voted for democrats I've, you know it's just kind of mm -hmm. a case by case thing with me so the the team sport like having my party uh, i've never really been there but i do wonder like the far left yeah i think i could be wrong you tell me if i am but i think what you're describing is the far left which hopefully is not very numerous or influential and it sounds like you disagree with that maybe i'm wrong about that you think these voices are gaining traction and power still in 2022 i i think that the far left is, is as perverse as the far right what kind of influence do you think they currently have in your opinion, like I, I kind of dismiss the far left and far right because I don't think, you know, they'll get any real power and I'm not worried too much about it. But I'm kind of disconnected, you know, living out here where I live. And I could be totally wrong about that. I, It's like how powerful they are. I don't know. I, I think the strength of anything is, is always in the middle. But but the, the problem is when it get when you start getting into legislating and passing policy yeah, these yeah. voices these voices do indeed have a, a level of power and implication okay yeah um and and it's like in in i think i i firmly believe that they do but it's just like going back to you know what you, you're saying that, that, that you're not a team sport player like as far as you know my team this or my team that nor am i but but there's certain issues that that i just can't I can't overlook. I can't overlook the environment. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. By the way, it's like I I can't. So so yep. until yep. until the right decides to take the environment seriously, mm -hmm. I just can't mm -hmm. go there. I, I I do think it's one of the it's one of the. I mean, we we have to have it. You know what I mean? It's it's not a negotiable 
thing. And well, if, it, if we just have to have a healthy environment. And if we keep pushing it down the road, I mean, our people who live generations past us are going to suffer because the earth is not going to be a pleasant place to be. I'm with you. We're already suffering now, River. Oh, don't worry. We are not done. We're not done at all. But thank you for listening. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, or you can watch on YouTube. All of these unhinged opinions belong only to Hells and the Hippie and do not represent any contracting entity that we may or may not sometimes work for. More information at www.renegadequest.com. See you next week.